You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is uh, Jay Harwitz with a special edition of Amazing Conversations with Ranger great Ron Greshner. Ron, I want you to know you're the first hockey player I've ever interviewed on this podcast. The oh, first thank one. you. I hope I hope I can do it all hockey justice then. Let me tell you this, Ron. My knowledge, you know where I get my knowledge of hockey from? From Howie Rose. Every every time I see Howie, I, I how you doing, Howie? He goes, Mato, 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 Mato. So that's how I understand my hockey stuff and very, everything. Very, very famous line. You know, yes. Um uh that to me that was like one of the I, I remember I was at the game and uh I was happy for the team that they won, like really happy. But I was more, more, ha- more. I was really happy for the fans, and it was a, that was a big thing. I mean, I, I was there 16 years. We tried, we tried to win, but we just didn't do it for them. We got close a couple times, but um, the, the fan, the fan, the New York Ranger fans deserve that because they're, without a doubt, the greatest fans in the world. Well, right. So we, you know, to me, you're. My David Wright, I'll tell you why. 16 years at the Rangers. David spent 14 years with the Mets. Um, he got into one World Series at the end. Uh, we lost in five games to Kansas City. You got, if I can't remember, one playoff in 79. Uh, you lost in five games to the to the Canadians. You know, is it, is it unusual in your sport for, for it to play so long with one team? In baseball, uh, well, it is. Yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of guys. Some guys play like different guys play with uh, different games and different different uh, eras, I guess. But like, I I just read an article like five minutes ago. Like, just to give you a little work, like a little little hint here of what's going on. A lot of guys quit the sport, like quit football, quit hockey, quit baseball, quit basketball, whatever it is. They go, I'm done with it. I watch more hockey now than I ever did in my life. Really, and I, I I love it. I I. It's it's hard not to love it when you've been I've been doing this hockey thing for sixty five years out of my sixty eight years. Like I I don't remember all that stuff when I was a kid. I remember once getting hit in the puck standing on the snowbank on the side of an open rink when I was like five years old. I remember that because my nose was bleeding, <clears throat> and they took me home to put to clean my nose off because it was outdoors. It was very cold, but I I, I want to get back to the rink. I I love hockey. I love I watch I I watch junior hockey. My family had owned a team in Winnipeg, Manitoba, um, the Winnipeg Ice. Uh, James Patrick, who played for the Rangers, uh, was a coach until this year we sold a team. Um, I watched the Olympics. I watched girls hockey. I, I, I go to games around Connecticut and watch games and kids are playing. I, I love watching the game. You always see something new in the game. Right. Are you the only hockey player ever to come from good soil, Saskatchewan? <clears throat> yeah, but... Um, uh, we just, uh, we, I just got inducted into the Saskatchewan Hockey Hall of Fame in August. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. It was very, it was very good. It was, I had a great time. They had like, uh, it was outdoors in a big tent, you know, cause they didn't have enough. They had it in Meadow Lake, Saskatchewan, which is like 50 miles from where I grew up. And, um, they, um, had it outdoors in a big tent and they had 550 people there for the, for the event. Um, and probably 250 were my relatives and friends. 
I have another honor. You know, we had the book came out in 2009 in the 84 year, first 84 instrument of the, the Rangers. You were the 12th best player as voted by a panel. That's a pretty nice honor, you know, uh, of all the years, number 12. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, um, I, I range anywhere from 9 to 12 in that, 12 to 13, whatever. To right. me, that's anywhere in, anywhere in the top 50 is good. And a lot of players went through that organization. It's been around. It'll be, it's coming up for a hundred years, and I know that the uh, Rangers are, are going to put on the biggest show you've ever seen for the hundred years. And well, let me say, being in New York, we were you know uh, seventy four to ninety. Did you ever run into Keith or any of the guys downtown where you were playing? Back in the eighties, I was around a lot. So in the summertime, I was out doing what I would thought I did best in the summertime. You know, partying it up a little bit, and uh, I seen a lot of guys out. I was very, very good friends with Rusty. Yeah, one of the nicest people I've ever met. I mean, just a, a mensch, as we say in my religion. Who's that, you Rusty? Know. Yeah, Rusty, a real mensch. Well, you know. Rusty was, we lived in Florida at the same time. We used to travel back and forth together yeah. once in a while. And um, when he had that rib place on 73rd, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. On 5th Avenue. Um, you know, there's some funny stories from that, because we were at some bar one time on 3rd Avenue. And it was like a Monday night or a Tuesday night, and we were hitting golf balls down down Third Avenue. At not not by Rusty, really. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, yeah, and then uh, and, and then the police showed up. This is like forty years ago, but police showed up, and they're going, "Ron, what are you guys doing? Because we're practicing our driving." You know, well, like, why not? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not out of place. A little birdie told me you might have gone to Studio Fifty Four once or twice. True or not true? I went there. Um, I went there quite a bit. Matter of fact, I was good friends with uh, Mark Benneke that ran the door. He was a huge Ranger fan, and um, uh, it was it was it was it was an amazing place in the in the seventies. Like it was amazing. A lot of people didn't get there until the eighties because they couldn't get in. Yeah, it was a lot different by that time. But it was. Yeah, you know, when we traded for Keith uh, in in eighty three, and he hated New York. You know, he didn't like New York, never traveled from his hotel. But now he's kind of like the mayor of New York City now. He can't walk down the street. I, I, met, him, I met him a lot of times. And I, he, he's, a, he's a great guy. He's, like, I, didn't know, I didn't know he was that shy back then. But Yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't want to come to New York. And, but now he, he's, you know, been a broadcaster for all, all these years. And, and uh, hey, what is he on to answer about you? Uh, her books was with your, with your coach, right, in the early 80s? How how much of the, you know, I I must have seen Miracle on Ice like ninety four million times. Yeah, me too. How, how how much was the portrayal of that? You know, I mean, I, accurate, not accurate. Uh, Herb was um, Herb was one of ahead of his time. Like if he was a coach today, this this is the way the game is today. That that was Herb's game, and that's how he that's how he coached the Olympic team back then. All those players, I mean, um. Brett, God rest, his, rest in peace, Mark Pavlich. But Mark Pavlich, I played with on the Rangers, and we were very good friends. He passed away a few years ago, but um, he was an unbelievable player. And he picked all those guys out, and they could all skate. And that's what the game is today. There was no third, fourth line. They, were, they had one, one, two, three, four. They were all, all one. And they How long that. after the, the, the miracle line did he coach you? I forgive my ignorance. How long did he – when did he become the coach of the Rangers? He became the coach. Miracle was 1980. Right. And, uh, he was, he came 81. 81. 
Yeah. It, 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 Craig Patrick was one of the coaches of the Miracle Team, right? Too. Yeah. Craig. Craig came. Uh, Craig came in um, '80. He came to the team in '80, and then Craig coached us in '81. We went to the semifinals and lost to the Islanders. And, and you got the uh, and you got the win in game six. You got the winning goal, right? That was a seventy nine. Seventy nine, right? And, yeah. and I, I looked up you. You got the winning. You got you scored three goal. The winning goal in three three of those playoff games in seventy nine eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was uh we had a really good young team then. <laughs> Excuse me. I was like thir- I was like twenty three years old, and I was the uh, second oldest defenseman on the team. Carol Vadney was 30, 32, whatever. I was 30, 23. Uh, Dave Maloney was 21. Dave Farish was was 21 or 20. 20. Um, Mike Mike McEwen, who was an exceptionally great player. He never, he never got the credit how good he was. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ron, you said you're a football giant. I'm a big Giant fan, too. How far do you go back with the Giants? I used to go to the games, and I could I sneak on the sidelines. And and uh, it was I, I brought my kids to some of the games, you know, like they – well, they're not kids are in their 20s now, but they, my, one, my one son's a Jets, big Jets fan. And my others, my big, my older, my youngest son is a Ravens fan. So it's not. Did, uh, it tell me, Ron, in the eighties, did you go to any of the eighty-six games, the World Series games, at all? I uh, I was at I was at a game when um, they were losing game five, game game six. At, that was at, a big game. That was the, that, the one with Buckner's legs. Right. That was that was Mookie's. We left. We left. You left. That's not left. good. Well, it's, <laughs> the game looked like it was over. Uh, well, it was. You know what? It was two outs, two strikes on Gary Carter. I was sitting with Keith and Davey Johnson's office and had to go to the bathroom. He said, don't you dare, dare after Gary got the hit, don't you dare go. You know, uh, we're going to start a rally now. And I, 
I, I wound up peeing in my pants, Ron. I'm sorry to say. Well, I remember. I remember getting back into the city. How did you feel when you left the game? Well, we had, you know, it was a few few drinks and stuff, but it was. Um, <laughs> uh, we got back. We got back into the city, and it was. Uh, it was amazing because people were cheering. I'm going like, can't be that many Red Sox fans here. Right. There was a bar on 83rd or 84th Street, a, a sports bar that we went to. I go, there can't be that many Red Sox fans here. That's, that's yeah. not, that's not. But like, well, if, if all the teams to lose, the Red Sox, Boston, when Boston loses, that's like a Boston, Philadelphia, they lose. That's like, a, I like that. That's like a, like a little mark on our belt, you know? Who, who is uh, your biggest rival when you play hockey, Ron? Uh, Islanders, Philadelphia. Yeah. Played, we played in 79. We went to the finals. We played with exhibition two games against the Flyers, eight eight games in the regular season, and five in the playoffs. And the, and the Islanders was two in the exhibition, eight in the regular season, and six in the six in the playoffs. Yeah. We played them 30, 31 times, I think. Wow. And and uh, and those teams were tough back then too. Boy, Philadelphia was tough, and um, the Islanders just had a. You know, I, I come up in, a, I guess, in a bad era where a lot of people, a lot of, well, I wasn't the only guy. There was lots of guys where, where Montreal won four, then um, Montreal won four, and then um, uh, the Islanders won four, and then and Edmonton won four out of five. You know? but, but, but don't you feel like, you know, we haven't won that much with the Mets now, but we still, people follow us. It, it's, it's, it's a ranger town. Don't you think that, that it's hard? The other teams to crack the Rangers' hold on this area. Well, I, they again, never will. they never will. Ranger fans, <coughs> excuse me. It doesn't matter where I go. I, I remember I was in Arizona one time walking through a mall years ago, and these people come up to me. They're big Ranger fans, and they like you know, so I sign stuff, took pictures with them. But it, wherever you go to, <coughs> excuse me. What I, I remember, I'll, I'll give you a quick story. Back when, back in the seventies, when I first started playing. We were playing in Vancouver. Then we flew to L.A. to play in, in L.A., right? So uh, we had play, I had played in L.A. before that in, in the fall, but this is like in the, in the after after the New Year. And so we, we go we go to the game, and I thought something was – they were playing St. Louis, and a friend friend of mine that I played junior with, Bob Hess, was playing with St. Louis. So I went over to the, to the forum, and I walk in. There's like 4,000 people, 5,000 people there. I mean, it must 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 have been like a something I did in a hurricane. I mean, a, uh, an earthquake or something that something happened. You know, people couldn't get to the game. I didn't know that. Every, everywhere we played, the Rangers played. We it sold out. It didn't matter what back then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. In a way, I mean, this is, I've been a PR guy all my life. I kind of, not feel badly, but, you know, Rangers losing and winning will dominate what the other teams do. You know, it's, it's like with other, you know, like I'm, I'm a, you know, the Jets have coming up now, but I think that the Giants, it's still a giant city yet here for now. Hopefully it stays that way for a while. But it just, I guess, the long history of the Mets, of the, of the Rangers, why you know why people are so passionate about it. Well, I think I think the Ranger fans are very, very passionate, very loyal, and they're and very knowledgeable too. You know, and they and they and they 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 like they like people that worked hard or, or work hard at the game. You can make mistakes. They'll they'll live with the mistakes. They'll live with the whatever happens in the game. But they they like people that work hard, and if you um, you, you put a little fight in your game and have a little aggress- be more aggressive, so they they like that a lot more too. And people and you could divide it. You get to all the different you know sporting events. You go to many games. Football, I basketball. Go to, I go to almost every Ranger game. Um, I I go to maybe one football game on each team every once a year. You know, that, there's not a whole lot of games there. So if you go to one game, um, I have a lot of good friends that have tickets and stuff like that. So listen, it's a good it's a city. You know, hopefully next year will be a better year. You know, and wish the Rangers nothing but the best. And really, if you ever want to come to a game, I, I promise you you'll enjoy it. And uh, let your friends at the Rangers know. You know, I promise we'll take good care of you. Absolutely, thank you very much.